Ever wondered what you would do if money grew on trees? <laughs> Literally, would you plant as many as possible in your backyard so that you could savor in the abundance, allowing you to retire your day job early? Or would you plant just some trees, but keep doing what you're doing because you love work and your work loves you? Okay. Yeah. I would be gathering a pile of bills instead of a pile of leaves this fall so that I could jump in that pile along with you. Just kidding. No, in truth, however, running a business isn't easy. It could be fun, but it isn't easy. And it's important to make sure that it's the one doing the running not you. While you can't plant a seed and watch a money tree sprout or a business take root, you can leverage marketing tactics. However, to ensure that the growth that you do see is manageable and meaningful. Hey, I'm Stephanie Fager and Empower is my middle name. Well, not really but I think it should be. I believe that empowered people empower people, and I'm obsessed with empowering you, the nonfiction author, with impactful marketing strategies and tactics to help you take your important message and share it with those who desperately need it and want it and will buy it. As the owner and chief strategist of the Empower PR group and the author of two books myself this week, although next week, number three is coming, I have merged my love for reading books and writing books and marketing books to help nonfiction authors like you with laser focused strategies and tactics so that you can write books that sell, promote your books to those who need and want them most and build meaningful businesses from empowering messages. Think of this as your one-stop shop for marketing insights from an author who has been there, who has done that and understands exactly where you are. So go get your pins ready because I am ready to empower you. This is the Empowered Author Podcast. Books mean business, literally. Over the years of helping authors with book marketing support, there is a commonality that I've picked up on, and it is this. Most authors do not realize at the moment that they write and publish a book, they've actually also launched a business. Now, that business may be contained to that single book, and that's fantastic, but for many, there's much more. And that book is a door opener to that much, much more. In this season of the Empowered Author Podcast, we are talking about how to build and grow a business. And today I want to offer up some marketing nuggets of wisdom to ensure that the business you're building works for you, not the other way around. Now, when you solve for the authorpreneur equation, your outcome will become an, a marketable solution and likely a marketable business that could include a book. A coaching program, consulting services, workshops, professional speaking engagements, products, and who knows, even more. These offerings you have are important for you to get clarity on. But remember, I've given you permission to build the plane while you fly it. You don't have to know all the things yet. You can build it along the way. Here's what I'm not giving you permission to do, though, is to build the plane and crash it. No, that's not okay. <laughs> I want you to put away your miracle grow because growing a business using miracle grow instead of water could do that to you. And without strong marketing systems in place, you could find yourself in a pickle. Let's keep the pickle to only the bread and butter ones that my husband and I like to pickle from our garden. <laughs> so I want you to begin before we get into some nuggets of specific tangibles today. I want you to take a moment and reflect on a couple of these questions. And only you can answer them. 
As you reflect on your business, I want you to ask yourself, what do you need to do? And only you, what can only you do that you can't have someone else do or help you with? What do you feel like you do in your business that needs to be personal? Or here's a better question. What is something in your business that what you do feels personal, but it doesn't have to be? What can work for you behind the scenes? What can you automate? And if you have the nervous tick, when I say the word automate, you put that aside because automate can be your best friend. I want you to reflect on what metrics matter. Uh, What are you measuring? What will success look like for you? And at the end of the day, what will help you get your work done? I have found many times in business myself and in the businesses that I help authors with, we focus on some of the things that we feel like we have to do and that we need to do, but maybe we don't. So I'll pull the curtain back on my own business for a long time. I felt like I had to do all the things like I couldn't ask for help. Only Stephanie was able to do all the things. That's not true. Myth busted. I also used to think that everything had to be extremely personal. And then I came to realize that, guess what? You can still create a personal experience for people and it be automated (laughs) or at least parts of it be automated. I really did some deep digging and evaluating what my metrics are. And that changed how I looked at things like social media or events or attendees. And at the end of the day, the best thing I can do for my own business is get the work done. And I've done a lot of reflecting on what will help me do that. So today, as we sit down and talk about how can you continue to grow your business, I would love to tell you something I was told later in my business instead of at the beginning. And maybe it's a good thing because maybe I wasn't ready to hear it then. Sometimes you don't know what you need until you need it. Other times you have a little glimmer of interest and hope and knowledge, knowing that you actually probably need something. You just haven't quite figured out what it is yet. Well, today I want to tell you some of the things that I think most businesses need. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about why, and maybe some ideas on how under each you can utilize them. Now, this first one we're going to talk about, I'm going to just scratch the surface today, like a scratch and sniff. You'll get a little flavor of that strawberry when you scratch it. And next podcast episode on this season, we will go deeper and talk specifics. But most businesses need some form of a lead generation and capture. Most businesses need some form of lead generation and lead capture. Now we will go into specifics in a future episode on how to generate some leads, but it's really good when you do that, you can capture them early in my business. I remember my lead capture was my email. And every time that someone was interested in working with me, it would go straight into my email. (laughs) That is wonderful until business exploded and email became a crux instead of a help. And I quickly realized I need something to work for me, to help me better assess how I can tackle work and projects and leads. If you are looking at email as a function in your business to manage leads, manage lead capture, manage project movement, you might be missing the mark. Now, a couple of years ago, I had a dear friend who does project management for a living tell me, Stephanie, before your business gets too out of control, I think you need to consider some form of a lead capture and 
CRM, a constituent relationship management tool, as well as a project management tool. I remember thinking, no, I don't need that. Who needs that? I don't need that. She said, do it now. You'll thank me later. And Melissa, this is me saying thank you. She was so right. I now utilize in my own business a lead capture process that actually has elements of automation in there so it can work for me. If you were to go to the empowerprgroup.com slash connect, you can actually experience this in real time. So I realize for my own business, the best way for me to know if a new potential lead is a good lead, a good fit, and together it's a congruent experience is for me to get on the phone and chat with them. But the best way I can be prepped and ready to be on that chat and to be very focused and effective is to gather a little bit of information first. So I use a program that is called Dubsado and Dubsado has several things that have been really helpful for me in my business. First things is it helps me capture my leads. And if you look at the connect form on the website, you will see a form. And I call that my help me help you form. (laughs) The best way I can help you is if you help me by sharing a little bit in advance. Now, the beauty of that is now I'm more prepared for my calls, but the other beautiful part is that there is an automated piece to it. So once somebody fills out that form, it goes into my CRM management system where I can go back and reflect and see all the moving pieces with that particular individual. And it also automatically sends them an email with a link to get on my calendar. So now someone has expressed interest in learning more about how we could help them. And without me having to do it, I have gathered information about how I could help them in a little bit more about their book and their marketing needs. And now they're on my calendar and awaiting a call for us to chat. It has been game changing in my business. And I didn't realize how much I needed it until I needed it. I go back to the question of, can I automate something? And that was something that I could, that actually has helped me be able to help more people instead of hinder the process. Now let's dig a little bit deeper in that CRM management tool and that management process that I'm talking about. So you can use a CRM for lots of different reasons to navigate clients or projects or collaborators or birthdays or projects. I think I already said that one. (laughs) You can also use it to keep track of emails and contact information. You can use it as a tool to get your team connected to all the projects and the moving pieces of the project. But I find my favorite part of a CRM management tool is, again, efficiency and simplicity. So that same Dubsado tool I was telling you about that I use for lead capture is also what I use to submit a proposal, to require my clients to sign a contract, to invoice. But I also use it for automations built within my programs and services. So in addition, I have many programs that have specific things that need to go in a certain order. So we can templatize that. (laughs) And I love everything about it because now I have an email or a message or a to-do or a requirement that's already outlined, but I just have to go in and make a few tweaks if I want to personalize it. So it's really a win-win on how automation and personalization can work hand in hand. And at the end of the day, this, the last question I had asked you when we were reflecting was what is going to help you get your work done? And I had to sit back and really think about that because sometimes I felt like I was giving up a bit of personalization for automation 
but in the reality, I'd actually meant I could do more and help more people. That advice that my friend shared was you probably need a CRM, but you also need a project management tool. And this is something I have seen time and time again, that many authors and entrepreneurs just are lacking in. You need to get your work done. And if you are using email as the tool to do that, you need to bookmark (laughs) dog ear this episode of the podcast and come back to it regularly because email is not the place to do it. If you ever dream of building a team, inviting more people to come in to help you, even if they are contractors, you need to get all of the workings of your business out of your mind and onto paper or into a project management system. I didn't realize how important a project management system was until I hired my first team member. And I remember her asking me questions and I thought, well, can't you just hop into my mind and figure it out? That was very flawed thinking. And together, myself and her worked very closely to figure out how we could create a project management process that worked for both of us. We did. We tried several, actually, from Notion to Todoist. And, oh, I'm sure we tried Asana. And we also tried Trello board. Several of them we tried. It wasn't until we found ClickUp that we felt like we were at home, a bit begrudgingly. We went kicking and screaming, but it did end up feeling like the best solution for us. ClickUp is a great tool that we use in our own business because it helps the team behind the scenes keep track of things like conversations and meeting notes. We share attachments and tools within the projects. We are able to see all the moving pieces and dependencies. It has been game-changing, not just for me and my business and my team, but also for how we collaborate with others when we pull them into the project. It means I don't have to remember all of the things. I just have to remember where I have to go to find the things. And ClickUp has become my one-stop shop for all of it. You can't grow a business if you aren't getting the work accomplished and a project management tool will help you manage and execute your projects. Now, sometimes this concept of a CRM project management feels wishy-washy in when it comes to email management, and I'm not talking about your Outlook or Gmail. I'm talking about ConvertKit, MailChimp, Constant Contact, or another email service that you may use. Before I met my friend, Melissa, I thought my MailChimp email was sufficient, that it was managing all my clients and segmentations, but it wasn't. Now, email management systems are amazing but they are marketing tools and door openers for conversation and engagement. They are very different from a CRM. I see a CRM as the people I get to work with that I am working with. And I see my email management system as potentials. Now I love to nurture potentials, potential individuals and authors. I just love to give and pour into them. And I use my email management system as a tool to do that. Now there's a couple things here. First of all, you got to get people into your email. That is something you can do as an opt-in or a lead magnet, either within your book as a page at the end, or you can leverage it on your website. 
A lead magnet is a freebie, an offering of some sort that you're going to give somebody for them to raise their hand and opt in to be on your email list. Now we live in a world where email is prime real estate and people are less likely to give you space for it if you don't give them something in return. So I want you to think about your target clients, your target readers, your target audience, and evaluate what is it that they need that they'd be willing to give in return to get on your email list. The last thing I want you to think about in regards to marketing systems as you're growing your business is visibility. So visibility strategies are important as you're growing your business. Sometimes this visibility can look like relationship building with complimentary service providers. Other times it might be a bit more flashy, like, like being on podcasts or speaking at local speaking engagement opportunities, whatever it is, visibility is an important strategy within your business. And if you don't get the reins on it, it might feel a bit out of control at times. And an author recently acknowledged that I seemed really active on social media and I giggled behind the scenes telling her, yeah, no, I leverage systems to help me create visibility on social media. I go back to that. What's going to help you get your work done most. And that means sometimes in my visibility work, I might schedule it ahead of time. And that is okay. Because for me, visibility is just a cherry on top of my banana split. It's not the only way that my business is running. And I don't want it to be the only way your business is running too. So as you are growing your business and the visibility efforts around it, I want you to think about what are the things that are the most meaningful that are moving the marble and that you enjoy most. And what things can you automate? What things can you have other people help you with? What things can work for you behind the scenes? What things are you working too hard to do? There is nothing easy about building a business, sustaining a business, or doing everything you can to not crash it. (laughs) It takes diligence. It takes persistence. It takes focus, vulnerability, and about every other emotion on the emotional spectrum out there. But guess what? You've solved your authorpreneur equation. You have a marketable solution that people are in demand for. And because of that, when leveraged appropriately, you have the ability to grow it. You don't need those money trees because you will be building a business that is sustainable and one that you love doing too. I really want you to consider what can help you in your business most so that you can be most effective in getting your work done. And many times marketing solutions are the trick. If there are things that you don't have to do, don't do them. If there are things others can do for you, let them. If there are things you can automate, make it so. (laughs) Take a look at what success will look like for you and then leave the shiny new marketing object syndrome at the door. (laughs) You have bigger things to do, bigger fish to fry, more people to help than that. 
Running an authorpreneur business is something that I am passionate about, so much so that I've included a whole part in my forthcoming book about it. I am so excited to share that a week from today, my forthcoming book, Make Your Author Impact, Sell More Books, Increase Your Reach, and Achieve Your Why, will be available in ebook and paperback. This has been a labor of love and I have poured everything I have learned from the authors I've had the pleasure of working with and on my own book marketing journey into every word within this manuscript. I am so excited to share it with you. And if you are looking at growing your business, I guarantee you it is worth a read. Please take a moment and go pre-order your copy today. It would mean the world to me. All right, empowered author or authorpreneur, you know the drill. I am a believer that empowered people empower people. All right, I am empowering you. And now it is your turn to empower others.